Oh, because I came in first, probably. Oh. <laughs> hello, everyone, and <laughs> hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Come to you as always from deep within the outer rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me today, as always, are our esteemed co-host. First, all the way from center. It is Mr. Joe Cahill. <laughs> Greetings, everybody, and welcome hey, to the uh, Empire. Joining me today, as always, are... And um, also, also joining us today is um, Mr. Ray Rumsey. Ray, how are you today, sir? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much. It's nice to be way out here in the Outer Rim. Safe from all those imperial scum. Watch your language. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, are we up on Facebook Live right now? Looks like it. Yeah, I think we. I, I, think right. I heard well, if somebody uh, checked. Yep, that was me. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so welcome to everyone watching us on Facebook Live today. Um be sure to comment and just uh, tell us what you think of the show, if you have any questions. And, you know, guys, I foresee a completely sh- – a show where we all agree on everything in the sh- show. There's no controversy. Nothing is going to go wrong in this episode as we discuss possibly the most popular, beloved Star Wars movie of all time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Last Jedi. <laughs> All right, big folks. Thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, that's our show. <laughs> that's we said, uh, we said the name, up. and that's about all we should say. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they take our license away. <laughs> You're off and get vocal. <laughs> Boot it off of you, YouTube. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks, Ray. You're welcome. If somebody asks if you're a god, Ray, you say yes. <laughs> All right, you know. What, what did you do, Ray? What did you do? I get asked that a lot. I don't. I don't know. Well, <laughs> we wonder all the time because we know it's always your fault. <laughs> usually, usually. So <laughs> let's start off at the very beginning of the the the, the movie. Mm-hmm. It, the first battle. The tragedy of The Last Jedi. Yeah. Well, those were the slowest moving space vehicles I've ever seen. The bombers. Oh, the bomb. Yes, the bombers. And a complete I, waste. I think they were good in... Yeah. I think they look good in concept. Like, I know what they're going for. They're going for the, you know, the old B-17 fortresses flying over and bombing. And... I think it was one of those things that probably looked good on paper. Like, oh, yeah, they're going to be these giant bombers. They're going to be flying over. But in practicality, it, yeah, they were just, like you said, they were just too slow. And see, I would have seen that more as something in the Empire using or the First Order when bombing a city. Like planetary bombing of seeing the big things flying over a city and dropping bombs yeah. as tactical bombers. Yeah, they didn't make much yeah, sense. And for me, even that doesn't work when you have the high, the high orbitals. You don't need, or you know, bombers in atmosphere. 
Yeah. Because uh, you yeah. could just, you know, throw a rock at whatever you want to hit. <laughs> yeah. Let alone some turbo laser glass. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, they were, but, they were slow. Yeah, that right there. And then the... Uh, what made them fall? They didn't have a little motor on them. I, I if they were going to go anywhere, they'd have been sucked towards the planet because it had a higher gravity field than a destroyer would have. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, it just it was just too unrealistic. Didn't make sense to me. Uh, yeah. And why hadn't anybody? If they were going to such a big deal, why hadn't anybody ever used them before in the preceding films? Yeah. Especially the Empire. If they were a successful weapon, the Empire would have been using it. And it had its TIE bombers, mm-hmm. and they were basically just dropping an energy bomb from close range yeah. against ground targets, not ships. Yeah. And the, it's not like the Rebellion and the you know New Republic didn't have bombers either. They had the Y-Wings, yeah. which were essentially you know attack bombers mm-hmm. and made a lot more because they're a lot more maneuverable. Yeah, you know, they weren't as fast as say an X-wing or an A-wing or a Tie fighter, but they were definitely more maneuverable than. Yeah, they, those they made things. these things, you know, look like they were standing still. Uh, Y-wing would have. Uh, they I mean, could use yeah. Y-wings as escorts for it, and they'd have a hard time staying that slow. <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably would have gotten a little bit more for their money if they had just loaded them up with thermal detonators. Well, it's kind of I think what they were. Yeah, what was just a little bit on a bigger scale and boy, yeah. they had a lot of them in, this, yeah. in each bomber. Uh, yeah. I mean, and again, I, they were going for the, the idea of like the old B-17, the old, you know, B-29, right. B-17 bomb, you know, the bomb the, with the, the bomb bay doors and, um, you know, yeah. the torpedo planes or the, even the dive bombers. Uh, yeah. yeah. They were going for the, let's hit the Navy with, with uh, big bombs from lots of, different planes which even even if you look at through history and like second world war when they would try to do that they tried to use b-17s in the battle of midway against the japanese and it really didn't work to use those high altitude bombers against large again if you're using you know a, a navy metaphor between the you know these two people two groups then yeah using you know what the U.S. Navy did during World War II was use, tor- like you said, torpedo bombers, dive bombers against ships. Right. Same thing the uh, Japanese Empire you know? used. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. For, for, if you have to drop from any type of altitude against a, an object that can maneuver, and that mm-hmm. Star Destroyer could have moved <clears throat> easily. Oh, yeah. It was big, but it wasn't, you it know, It didn't seem to be that immovable. It seemed to be faster than the bombers. Yeah. <clears throat> but the big thing is yeah. Poe disobeying the orders. Mm-hmm. Like by calling the bombers. Yes. Um, and yeah. I guess that's enough said there. Come on, guys. <laughs> jump in. Um, no, no, you, you um, pretty much summed it up right there. Yeah. That, that, you know, I mean, in, yeah. in my neck of the woods, that yeah. would be instant execution upon return to your home ship. Right. You know, yeah. It, it really should have been on his too, but because that was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the whole fleet got wiped well, and, out. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, uh, I'd and, use the yeah. bombers for like 
troop transports. I don't know. <laughs> Get the bobs. Yeah. But, I mean, that would have been a far better use for them. Yeah, you know, to hit plant, you know, planetary assaults with them kind of a thing. Uh, second wave so that you don't have to worry mm -hmm. about them being shut down. But Poe disobeying the orders and uh, the whole thing with Leia. And, and... Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about... Well, first, since we're talking about Poe, um, we talked a little bit yes last week about the, the humor. And this is a, another case where you have the kind of the forced humor with the interaction between him and Hux. Um, the... You're, uh, I have your mom on the line. Um, again, you know, kind of going for lowest common denominator humor, you know, going right for the, uh, you know, the mom, the mom, the yo mama right. jokes type thing. And again, this is, this is the, you know, this is where we really see the, the legs cut out from under Hux. You know, him going from being a credible, vil you know, a credible secondary villain you know, next to, you know, Snoke and um, Kylo, you know, with, you know, Huck, you know, at this point, you you were still thinking of um, Snoke as being the main villain. And then, you know, Vader, uh, the Vader role kind of being played by Kylo. And, Huck's you know, you have kind of a, Tarkin. you know, a second. Right. Yeah, kind of a Tark, yeah, a Tarkin esque, you know. Um, but in this one, you kind of see, you know, any credibility that he had that he got in Force Awakens is kind of thrown right out mm -hmm. the window in this movie. I feel, you know, he's played as a joke uh, instead of being someone who can be taken seriously, and just just the way that even Poe treats him, I think goes a long way to undermining his credibility as being someone who is a credible right. threat. Um, you know, that whole interaction was, um, you know, and yes, Poe's character, you know, had already been established as being sort of smart Alec and, you know, qu you know, quick with a, with a one liners, but, he knew, at least in the first movie, he knew when to turn that off and turn on serious right. mode. Right. I mean, it um, really all Hux had to do to just shut it all off was go, you're the ones running and turn off his radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have worked the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would have been nice. Yeah. So, moving along, since we're talking about... Um, Poe. Let's kind of continue with that. And as two former members of the military, what would have happened if with either of you, if you're given orders, you're said, this is what we're doing. And you would have said, well, what, what are we, what's the plan? Basically what Poe did, where he wanted to know exactly what, um, when Admiral Hondo, you know, basically took over and he basically, you know, she basically said, this is a need to know. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, coming from, you know, and you don't need to yeah. know. Well, I mean, he'd already been reduced in rank by that point. Right. And 
Yeah. So he was out of the, the, the council. He wasn't even a squadron leader, really, anymore. Um, yeah. So him smarting off like that after what just happened? Well, he if he lived, you know, didn't get immediately court-martialed and kicked out because of the loss of life and everything else uh, for the first part of his actions, he'd be he'd be in the brig, minimum. For back-talking mm -hmm. an admiral like that mm -hmm. after everything else? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Pretty much sums it up. There's, <laughs> yeah, there, there's... That's especially on ship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Just get this guy out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you certainly wouldn't have a position within the military structure at all at that point. Right. Right. Mm hmm. So, you know, there really isn't a whole lot that, because all of the military branches in real life are essentially, we all have that same uniform code of military justice. No, we do have and, the exact same one. Right. And <laughs> so when you're comparing that to, you know, something like Star Wars, and even though they had uh, the the rebels and it wasn't like a uh, properly structured military, it still had a lot of military calling, like callbacks. And I feel like that, mm -hmm. you know, exactly what Joe said. He, he would have been in the brig and that would have been the end of it. That's where he would have stayed right as she flies that ship at Hyper right through the enemy fleet. Because he probably would have been forgotten by then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. true. I mean, I think, I think again, I think it was was they were trying to portray the hotshot pilot, and that's kind of been a, a trope in a lot of you know a lot of movies well, where you have the hotshot pilot. Usually, I do things my top way. Gun showed that the best. Um, Maverick, the hot, yeah. hot top hotshot pilot. Uh, disobeys orders and flies past the uh, conning tower on the on the carrier and then is in direct yeah. attention scared shitless in front of his CL right afterwards mm -hmm. yeah you know oh man what's about to happen are we getting booted or uh, even when they do it again on the ground during top gun itself you know you got goose going I, I can't lose this math <laughs> <laughs> you know dude, you gotta yeah. you gotta rein it in a little yeah. Truck driving school, you know, and we find out you got that number for that truck driving school. Yeah, we you know, not to... <laughs> <laughs> um, not to jump ahead, but you find out later on in the movie that there's a reason why, you know, in these situations, there's a thing called need to know. You know that she had a plan, and you know the, the this is the plan, and this is why I didn't want you knowing about the plan. Mm -hmm. Because dot dot dot, you know. Well, they, pilots on carriers, uh, they get briefed on their portion of a mission. They mm -hmm. they may not understand the entire scope of what's going on, uh, you know, as far as but they know their small part, and it's briefed really right before the mission. So, yeah, you know, he was out of line. Period. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's absolutely correct. Now, funniest part of movie, skipping to the other half of the storyline, is Luke continually telling Ray, go away, and Chewbacca finally blow <laughs> knocking in the door. 
<laughs> she was Go very away, persistent. Ray. Yes. Go away, yeah. Ray. Uh, I'm not going to train you. And then, you know, Chewbacca really gives it to him. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and of course, um, the re reaction of Luke realizing Han's gone. Yeah. Yes, that was. Because here's Chewie with this yeah. little girl. Yeah. Annoying. Annoying. Um, <laughs> yes. What did, what did you think of the, idea of, you know, Luke throwing the lightsaber away. Got his point across. <laughs> That's yes, it's but true. Really, to a Jedi Master, like, I'm done. Hey, Jedi Master throws away a lightsaber. It's not like he doesn't just pull it back if he wants it. Kind of like the fighter he had buried in the water, he submerged <laughs> in the water as well. You know. <laughs> oh look, here's my X-wing. That's where I left it. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. The, the beginning interaction between Ray and Luke is one of the better parts of the movie. Um, yeah. I don't know if they needed necessarily yeah. the green milk scene. Yeah. That, that was is... another one of those yeah. lowest denominator things that they were doing. They've done that whole, all three of these final movies. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's going to be hard to get all the way through this movie and find stuff to talk to you about, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have anything to argue about. That's our... That's the problem. <laughs> we're we're not problem. arguing. There's, there's yeah. no Imperial Rebel thing going um. <laughs> You know, my whole thing with Luke being the way he was, you look back at how many times a Jedi master accidentally or trained a student who went to the dark side, who realized that the dark side is better or however you want to look at it. You know, it was pretty common for that to happen. So for him to take it so hard mm -hmm. and be like, no, I'm not training anyone ever again. Like that kind of harkens back to original episode four, Luke, you know, whining that he didn't get his way. A, a little yeah. bit, but I think there was a, it was a little deeper than the most that just have him fall to the dark side. Uh, you know, Kylo yeah, I, wasn't I, going I think to, it was the fact Luke that... to try and kill him because he foresaw it might happen. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it might happen. Yeah. That means it might not. Don't go kill your nephew for that. But, but remember though, remember though. Let me play. Let me play uh, Sith advocate here, so to speak. Um, that was the vision that you saw was from Kylo's point of view. So you, when when Ray sees the vision sees that she she sees it two different ways. She sees it from Luke's point of view, which Luke had the thought in his mind, thought I can't let the, I see the darkness, I can't let it go. Sees it for a split sec for just a split second and then it's gone. Kylo sees it differently. So you're seeing what you're seeing with Ray with Luke with the lightsaber ready to strike down, you're seeing that from Ben's point of view. So you're seeing something, you know, you're seeing two, which Ben's point of view would have, was, at that point was, would have been completely. Um, well, I don't know if I will, if skewed. I woke up and my own master was standing over me with his lightsaber lit, I might think this does not look good for me. <laughs> and do a force but, push and, but again, and run away. We don't know if that act, if that's what actually. Again, well, we're looking at from I Kylo's. Luke's, it showed him light the lightsaber. 
Ray, we need. I don't need remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't remember honestly. Why not? Um. Yeah, I, I'd have to. Yeah. Yeah, I have to go. Back. Um, I anyway. have to submit myself to the torture of watching it again, and you know, I, I'm I have a lot of trouble bringing myself to do that. Your Honor, I ask for a ruling. <laughs> Come on, name that movie. Anybody in chat? Ruling? Ruling? Yeah, no. Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. I mean, okay, but one one way or another, even no matter whose point of view you're looking at, Luke did have the thought to end Kylo. Yeah. Yep. Or Ben. And yeah. that's and not Kylo him. following falling to the good side after that um, was very important. Right. But, but I mean Yeah. But yeah, see, I mean the candy ass messed up again. <laughs> see, and this is where I think they kind of were trying to create plot points or trying to explain plot points and i'm just like right well we didn't get an episode one two and three showing a fall um we didn't no. get they didn't give themselves long enough to explain the fall actually right yeah it was just it's done at least yeah <laughs> here's here here's episode yeah, yeah. two he, and we're gonna give fell. you this much time to find out about the fall of Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say they had a misunderstanding yeah. and he decided to go dark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to know more about how Snoke got into his head and without Luke knowing, you know what I mean? Like, I'd like to have had a little, yeah, little I, more back. I mean, they... They have some. They have a comic series that kind of goes into that a little bit. I um, I haven't read all of it. I've kind of looked at it, but um, but they do talk about a lot of things, like the fact that that uh, the fact that Kylo did not kill any of the students there. He left, and then everything happens and you know, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the temple is destroyed, but not by Kylo. Um, that was done by the first order mm -hmm. under, under, I believe it was you know, a Snow. pale replacement. <laughs> I agree. I kind of feel like it was a, a recycled theme with the first order. It should have just been the empire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that they, the survivors of the agree. empire trap that caught themselves in this and held off the rest of the alliance in this sector of space yeah. um and and we're starting to flex their muscles again under a new leader yeah that would have been yeah. cool that would have been a I way agree. better love story than twilight everything's a better love story than twilight <laughs> <laughs> even mine and mark's um, disagreements are a better love story oh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you guys think of the interaction between um, Ray and Kylo? That kind, those 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 instances where they were starting to um, communicate through the Force. <laughs> uh, mm, mm. <laughs> I 
I thought it was kind of hokey. I'm not going to lie. Um, I get it. New movies trying to show off new things that the Force can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, a little in bit the... too far with, you know, getting the issue ones in the rain and one's not, and they're both wet. Um, yeah. That kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, she's trying to switch him back. He's trying to switch her over. Exactly. And it's like, was it needed? No. And I mean, of course, we're, we'll talk about that next time when we hit the the final movie of why that was actually a thing which i don't know i feel like it was a cop-out really like oh we were dumb doing that we need to come up with a way to explain that away and make that better (laughs) it didn't work lucasfilm disney (laughs) (laughs) but yeah just you know this whole thought of we'll get our cease and desist letter now yeah yeah we will (laughs) yay correspondence uh, <laughs> uh, I just I feel like it was hokey, like telepathy using yeah. the forest is. Uh, well, you know, if they could do that, why we we, we should have seen that under Jedi Masters? At least yes. the Council mm-hmm. should have been able yes, to communicate. That's that what way. I'm saying. Uh, you know, here's two basically, at the time, apprentices, Snoke's and Luke's. Tapping into this mm. new mega force power. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, totally unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, Luke had the ability yeah. to, you know, astral project himself into combat, but yet he couldn't, like, send a thought to somebody. Like, well, he uh, he did talk to Leia during that. You know, uh, and it, but everybody could see. Yeah, but they, but they had twin powers. That's different. Yeah, wonder twin powers activate. Everybody knows twins have telepathy. Well, right, and we know they had twin powers because she activates them. <laughs> and I'm yes. moving us to that. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hello, Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was my that was my biggest issue with that scene. Um, is because we've seen, you know, if if you've watched, if you've seen any of, of the cartoons, you've seen uh, there's been a few instances where Jedi have done something similar to that. But I think for me, the biggest thing was just the visual of how it was shot. I think if it had been shot any other way than how and, it and was, Jedi might, it, they might have gotten away with it. Mm-hmm. When you What's see that? Jedi do it, there's an atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, I, I was just waiting for just a spoonful of sugar makes the ship go away. <laughs> She's going to pull out her lightsaber umbrella. Yeah. And just float. Well, back it almost in. looked like she had the one hand drawn out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If she had the umbrella in her hand, it would have been perfect. Or her saber. It would have been exactly <laughs> yeah. that scene. Because, I mean, her feet looked like Twirling they were in the same position. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's. Like, what exactly happened? Like, did she use the Force to resurrect herself? Did she manage to stay alive the whole time? And then... I don't know. Waited for the perfect dramatic moment? Like her overdramatic father? I mean... Uh, hey, watch what you, you know. It, it, this is, again, <laughs> another thing that... Even if there had been a... A... Yeah, a two word sentence to 
I'm listening. Uh, um, explain, you know, where where they, you know, they say, you know, someone says something about, oh, there was, you know, she's able to project a a, a literal force bubble around her using the force for, you know, a protective. And, you know, something to show that, okay, that's why she's able to survive because there's a force bubble. You know, she used the force. But yeah, up to that point, you know, there had been no indication that she had had much training. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, obviously in the next movie, we find, we find out that, yes, mm-hmm. she had trained. But at that point, we didn't know, as far as we know, she hadn't trained. You know that she just went straight into politics, you know, politics, because there was no indication that she had. So, I think you know, a little, you know, a couple two sentence explanation to show that she had trained and you know exactly how she's able to to do this might have helped. And again, shooting it, you know, making it look different when she goes across instead of looking like like you know Jedi Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big mistake. Because everyone knows there's only one Mary Poppins. <laughs> she and his and name she take care of. Like that's my yeah. that's my well, biggest well, gripe was... though is that yeah. she was able to do that. We never seen that before, and the fact that she can survive in in space does. I mean, wouldn't that make her like the most powerful Jedi or Force user to exist? I mean, she can exist in space. Well, Vader could, but, you know, he took a respirator along. Right. In the back suit. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's another one of those. It just threw this new Jedi power at us in this movie with mm-hmm. no explanation, not even close to anything seen before. Uh, you know, surviving in, in, in absolute vacuum. Mm-hmm. And for as long as she did before she, you know, woke up and pulled herself over there. Uh because yeah. they've all made it to the bridge and looked out, you know, and seen her there now. Oh, look, she's floating away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. well, there she goes. Well, okay, now what do we do? Oh, wait, wait, wait. She she put out an umbrella, and she's returning. Yay! <laughs> and she looked a lot healthier on her flyby than yeah. she did when they opened the airlock. It's true. It's true. Outer you space, know. you know. Yeah, she was wide awake in outer space, and uh, throw her in the back to tank as soon as she gets back because she's unconscious. Yeah, takes a lot out of you staying um, alive in space. Was it just me, or did this movie seem like, for at least not not necessarily the training part, but for the most part, was it just a chase film? Yeah, well, a chase film, like right up until you get to uh, Hoth too. Yeah, that's its official name. Yeah, that's its official. Hoth, Hoth too. That's canon now. Hoth too. A, a, a salt planet instead of a snow planet, so it's all still white. True. And we'll make the planet bleed if anything hits it. Yes. Yes. Because that's what it made it look like. It's like and, how can how can we make this look cool? Yeah. Oh, what we'll can make... we do different? I don't know. Make speeders worse. <laughs> now they need a foot on the ground. <laughs> there, there's a guy down in the CGI department that's like, "Yeah, I got you, fam. Look I got this that. covered up there. Don't worry, man. ILM has your back." Uh, 
Like, oh, we couldn't make this much worse. Hold my beer. Let's make them ski across the know, Yeah. Let, I have an idea. Let's take you remember the speeders from from uh, Empire Strikes Back? Oh well, yeah, yeah. You remember the the um the pod racers from episode one? Yeah. Let's combine them together and make yeah, them and worse. Give them a ski pad. Yeah. You know, they gotta be in contact with the ground or they don't work. I have no idea what purpose that served. I can't even fathom. Other than to crash you easier. Well, <laughs> what was, I mean. You and, hit that little toothpick pole and they were rolling. <laughs> well, and this is the other thing, too, is, did they have weapons? Little, yeah, little, they, they mentioned lightweight blasters or something. The whole thing was a weapon. But, but if you yeah. can't get close enough to use them, what's the use? I mean, <laughs> Nobody, yeah, I don't think anybody got to against, fire their weapon. You know, basic... is, is that true? No, no one fired their weapon. You, you're going, yeah, and you're going up against basically, you know, Imperial walkers, ATATs on steroids, right. and plus a giant cannon. You don't have a harpoon gun. No, no, yeah, and you wouldn't have the power to do it anyway because you couldn't get high enough to ensnare the legs, <laughs> right. I mean, it made no sense um, that it took a Death Star type laser bolt to blow the doors open was was another thing. Yeah. Uh, You know, we saw what one of those can do with a single generator shot Mm -hmm. to a planet Mm -hmm. surface. But I was reading down, tune it all the way down to 1% and fire. Yeah. I was reading this one uh, little article thing that was talking about this particular uh, moments in the movies. And it's when uh, Rose saves Finn. And then like all of a sudden they're just back at the headquarters, but their speeders were broken, all that. How did they get back? Did Finn just like firemen carry Rose through the entire planet through all the Imperial fire. Yeah. Cause they had moved quite a distance towards the bad guys. Right. Like how yeah. did Certainly that they're dropping into the trench? Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Leia taught Finn how to do the Mary Poppins fly. And yeah. Her back. Yeah, well, you just mentioned um, one of the characters, Rose, and we've talked about Rose before. Um, but <laughs> so I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on 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 her because we've talked about her before in depth some. Um, but I just want to talk about that whole story arc with them trying to find the bounty hunter and Canto Bite and just. I mean. What was the point of that whole? You know, there that could have been done a whole, a whole lot better, I think. Then, yeah, Filler. this would it would have been a great time to bring Talon Carter to, yeah. to the universe. She exactly, I think, <laughs> right he would there, have been contact perfect. Talon Card, get a slicer, and we all know he's got the best one yeah. in the galaxy working for him. Hmm. So you could have moved that from legend, and you could have still, and you could have still done the betrayal scene that you had with the character DJ, Mm -hmm. 
because Talon Card is still, you know, hey, they're willing to pay me more. I had to watch both you know, the first order is willing to pay me more. Right. And what's with the yeah. wings? You know, what's that? Just so that the first order can go, are you a Rebel Alliance spy? No. Oh, look, turn their ring. Yes, you are. <laughs> That's in the next movie, but we'll get there. Yeah. It just is we'll it's ridiculous. Um that's next week's episode. It'll be twice as short. <laughs> <laughs> the trilogy that ought not to have happened. Uh, yeah, that that was useless. The the, the time spent looking, yeah. getting back, and then they're all caught so easily. Um, even with his betrayal, it was just too obvious yeah and really who's going to have shield systems that link off every once in a while yeah that's yeah that's never been talked about before <laughs> i don't know i there's there was so many you had to blow the towers off of the star destroyers to get their shields down before right there's just so many mm. plot holes it's like man yeah y'all didn't think and through. The, some of the plot holes get some of the plot holes get even bigger when you get to the next movie where they completely seem to, you know, either purposely or accidentally forget things that were mentioned in this movie that completely vanished. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, you're like, wait, but, what? But I, I like the crystal wolves. The foxes. Yeah. Did, can anybody say merchandising? Mm-hmm. Mm. Porgs. Porgs? Yeah, porgs, merchandising. Yep. Although I do like when Chewbacca is about to take the bite out of the obviously plastic porg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't even do a good job of making yeah. it look like a chicken on a stick. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, uh, it looked plastic. So that should be a, a, a um, action figure you can buy now. Porg on a stick. Yeah. Yes. That'd be cool. Hey, I, I hear pulled pork sandwiches are really pulled good. Pulled pork sandwiches. There you go. <laughs> but you got to have the right barbecue sauce for them. Right. It's got to be right. a good vinegar That's sauce because right. they're a little gamey. Oh, yeah. A little gamey. Yeah. You just got to marinate them in green milk first. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll pass on that. I'll take the vinegar, oh. vinegar sauce. I, I would yeah. sooner eat a tauntaun. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> well, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> Wait till it's coming from your inside. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. It, there was just a whole mess of things in the movie that you could tell it was all about the merchandise. Like, mm-hmm. that's all it was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and even having Chewie throw the pork away. Oh, how sweet. He killed it in the first place. He mm-hmm. might as well eat it. Y'all should have been crying when he was killing it, not when he was cooking it. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, and I mean, yeah. Chewie is just a, you know. He's a meat-eating thing, man. He's yeah. Got because of that. Yeah. He's yeah. gotten them trapped because of that. He yeah. likes his meat. Exactly. We, we actually see him get trapped. Yeah, he's the little old lady. Where's the beef? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No doubt. Uh, yeah. So okay, now um, we're. Oh, well, let's wow, talk about because we're doing um, this completely. Yeah. 
out of order. Oh, um, what did you guys? What was your opinion on the Haldo maneuver? Going to light speed. And well, if that worked and taking up that, the structure that way, I would have thought you would have, you know, specialized suicide troops to do that in X wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or you know, hey, droids. Yep, it's true. You know, yeah. yep. I I mean, because we might have an robot. You know, the whole thing about it, if you know, you want to try and apply any kind of semblance of real world physics to this is it depends on when you're charting how far you're going to jump. What is the minimum distance that's that you can, obviously we see based off of what she just did. It's like 10 feet. (laughs) Well, I think that was trying to show the acceleration as they're gearing up for light speed. Uh, you know, like the Falcon, it, the stars start to come towards them, and then they go to the lines, and then they go into it. Right. And she basically plotted yeah. the course to not avoid anything and to hit the big ship in front. Uh, yeah. Would it cause that kind of a wake? Damage wake that it was damaging all the other ships around it? And I, I, I would think in a vacuum it would have created an implosion. I mean, their reactor yeah. went up, and that's why. It yeah. Exploded. Yeah. But I didn't like it because yeah. it was another one of those new things. Uh, <laughs> Newfangled new things. Well, yeah, because when you think about it, the Rebel Alliance had been um, just as badly beat up and on the run and yeah. everything else. And it hadn't ever been one of their strategies the empire it you know if it worked that great the empire just use it to take out planets why build death stars yeah yeah you just build something big enough with a big enough hyper generator on it and slam it into a planet boom gone that would do it yeah reinforce the front of it make it into a giant battering ram but basically as long as it hits the core it's good to go yeah yeah uh uh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, um, the the throne room scene, um, the death of Snoke. Are you telling me Snoke didn't see that coming? <laughs> He's like the one training Kylo, and he didn't sense his betrayal. Yeah, but then again, the Emperor didn't didn't sense Vader's betrayal either. True. Yeah, but I mean, so, he was kind of distracted. He was electrocuting the crap out of Luke, and Snoke was, Snoke was distracted too by torturing Ray, torturing Ray, and trying to turn her or kill her. And I think he did sense, but he thought he was sensing that what what he thought he was sensing. I think he thought he was sensing from Ray, not from Kylo. And, and I got the impression he was under direct control of Palpatine anyway. Mm, and yes. kind of got the impression in the next film, Palpatine does say his usefulness was at an end. Which mm-hmm. does explain why the lightsaber was just like chilling on the arm of the thing, because that's a Palpatine thing to do. Oh, yeah, he loves Senator, yeah. does he? Yeah. 
Yeah. Take your saber. Strike me down. Me down. <laughs> okay. Damn it, Dad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I had him. I had him. Backfired. <laughs> you weren't actually supposed to do it. Well, you know, Luke's got daddy issues. All right. Yeah. That poor Leia doesn't even know she has him until, you know, the third movie. Right. Or the sixth movie. Then it's like, he's your dad, too. (laughs) Oh. So, where does the the ensuing fight that occurs um, with the the Imperial Guard, the, I think, I can't remember what they call them. The, the basically the the Imperial Guard. Where does that rank up w- with you guys as far as lightsaber battles? The 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 two on five, where Kylo and Ray are fighting side by side. Perfect synchronicity. Yeah. Um. Okay. It's probably the best scene in the film. Which is not saying a whole lot, but it is probably still the yeah. I think all it really showed in my mind was how crappy the Imperial Guard were. Like they well, were pretty yeah. poor fighters. Hold of each of them once or twice, and they just weren't working together quite as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to have seen Palpatine's old Imperial Guard do something like that. Mm-hmm. That's how they fight because. You know, my guess would be they were all hands. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, these guys were just, I think, just the best of the best of the the, the first order stormtroopers had made it up to that place yeah. because you saw first order stormtroopers using the anti lightsaber weapons and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. already. So, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think they're the best of the best. Uh-huh. Well, against a Jedi, you know. Um, how, I mean, think about it. How did the clones take out Jedi? Lots of clones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. until Order 66 dropped, and then you watch each, like, it's like five of them shoot down Jedi like they're nothing. Well, yeah, and they're the masters. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wait a minute. What, they send two after Yoda. You know? <laughs> yeah. Smartness. Well, that's good thinking. Smart. Yeah, I think it was more supposed to be completely by surprise, and um, Order sixty six came down. It was whoever's there, do it right now. Yeah, Yeah. those two hesitated. They should have just picked up their weapons and opened up. (laughs) Yeah, like the rest of them did. (laughs) Yeah, probably still would have died, but I mean, it would have made more sense. So, yeah. best of the you know best part of the film, right there. Uh, yeah. It actually had Luke really engage Kylo in a lightsaber duel. Mm-hmm. That probably would have been the best part of the film. Oh yeah, but that they had they did not do. That, yeah, and that's where they missed it. Um, yeah, he he. Okay, so he's this Force Ghost, but he's obviously solid and can take damage and everything else while he's there. Because he kissed his sister, you know, he transported the ring, the dice with him to give to her. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I would have loved to have seen that that lightsaber duel. 
you know, knowing he's going to sacrifice himself anyway, the duel would have been good. He could have pulled an Obi Wan. Yeah. yeah. When mm -hmm. he saw the Falcon leaving, you know, you strike me down, yeah. I shall become more powerful than you can imagine, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. I think I would have lost it. Oh. Yeah. I think that's how it should have gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's some things that we'll talk about in next week that kind of correlate with this week as far as like. Well, this was definitely one thing that I. Uh, they were trying to explain yeah. Force Awakens mistakes and prepare us yeah. for Skywalker. With, by throwing a bunch of new stuff yeah. at us that didn't make any sense and still didn't yeah. after Skywalker. But well, and I think, do you think, and we'll kind of kind of skip ahead now. Do you think that a lot of that was because they changed a lot of things? That do you think that this film would have been better if JJ had directed all three? Yep. <laughs> like instead of having Ryan Johnson come in. And make all these, you know, make make all these changes and basically make this, you know, completely different movie. And then JJ has to come in and and rise to Skywalker and be like, "Well, crap." Um, um, like one thing I think that I wish they would have, and again, this is kind of skipping forward. I wish they would have kept the Ray being a nobody. And this is kind of going ahead to nothing. I think that's one part of the movie of of last jedi that i kind of liked where they were, seemed like they were heading was that idea of ray being a nobody i yeah. would have um connection i mean i i would yeah, have liked that too voted for a kenobi connection that would have been sweet I you know but kenobi trains luke luke trains kenobi you yeah know, but barring that yeah I mean keeping her as a nobody would have been better than what they did yeah they're making her a palpatine yeah. yeah. And it would have made more sense when she took a name at the end. Yeah. Because yep. she, 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 which we will talk to that, talk about that next week um, whenever we talk about Rise of Skywalker. Don't go there and then tell us to back off. But I, I <laughs> okay, here, man, you damn rebels. <laughs> you tease me yeah, like that. All fired and up. And tease me like that and then pull back. Uh, Twilight's a better love story than you and I now. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Ow. <laughs> Have we missed any? I mean, I think we did the. I don't know. We kind of discussed it if there'd been a Luke Kylo fight, the Falcon flying away with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, this doing any kind of talking about oh, this particular episode is terrible. We never discussed talking about what? Oh yes, Yoda. Force Ghost Yoda. Yep. And he was yeah, there burning down the tree. Yeah. Loki would have been against that. He, the port probably were too. Um got like a five minute cameo. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I I love Yoda, but I still think it should have been Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Because Obi-Wan was his true teacher. And yeah. if he had one more lesson to learn, Obi-Wan should have been the one to give it to him. I mean, Obi-Wan was the one who told him to seek out Yoda. Like, he had already established that connection with Luke right yeah. off the bat. I mean, 
you know, Obi Wan can yeah. no longer help you. Uh, Obi Wan watched over Luke. I mean, I know you know. Him. There's the whole Hoth theme, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and and Luke running off to Dagobah and learning everything from Yoda. But I think the mentorship was closer between Kenobi yeah. and, and Luke, even though it was shorter. Yeah. Um, Kenobi's death really struck a chord in Luke. And they did that so well yeah. in Star Wars 77. Yes. Yeah. That's just... Um, and and you know what? What a great way to lead into a Kenobi series that they'll have had Ewan McGregor. Force mm. ghosting in, in the last yeah. years. Now, I remember... The one thing I do remember about this this movie was this was the first movie where you had the plethora of fan theories going into this one. Um, this was going to happen. This was going to happen. So I think for a lot of fans, there was a lot of disappointment because they had all these ideas of what they thought the movie was going to be. And it wasn't that. Right. Um, so I think a lot of people set themselves up for disappointment because no matter what the movie was, it wasn't going to be what they thought right. it was going, so what I, they I'm thought it should be. Thinking you're going to get Star Trek and you get lost in space. Yeah. You know, that's basically the um, or you know, I could think of a few dozen. Yeah. Others. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're um, going to get Star Wars, like you know, get, you know, Andromeda. Um, I know there is rumors that you know there you were going to see Anakin in this movie. Uh, Force Ghost Anakin was going to show up. Yeah. Um, and it was the same thing in the next movie too. There's all these rumors going on. So I think anytime, you know, you see that you always have to take rumors like that with a grain of salt, you know, look at the source, see who's coming up with it, you know, and um, if their name happens to end with the, with the name zero, just don't take it seriously. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh... I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm, you know. Um, then there was the whole, uh, well, we'll get to that in the next one. Uh, when we finally do get our quote cameos. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. A good um, on the Graham Norton show. So, <laughs> especially how they got, which I thought was a little ridiculous, Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and how they, Piece together the voices. They took his yeah. from different words throughout episode Star Wars seventy seven until they could make the "We're with you, Ray" or whatever he says. Lame. Mm. So even Ewan McGregor even makes that "Work with you, Ray" <laughs> kind of <a> reference. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, I wouldn't have minded some of the fan theories to be true. Uh, they would have been more Star Wars yeah. than what we got. Uh, even though it's, quote, Star Wars. It wouldn't have thrown so much at us. We'd have gotten some legend stuff, like we talked about. Talon Card would have been a great one, an opportunity to bring him into, into canon. Since, you know, we've already mm -hmm. done it with Thrawn. Uh, and, you know, and they're from the same series. Uh, you know, that would have been great. So it's just yeah. a matter of, I think a lot of missed opportunities, and it was probably a lot due to the director changing. Yep. 
and different visions and have yeah. things re rewritten and changed out. Yeah, 100% agree. I agree. Wow, a consensus on the board. Yeah. I think we can all agree that this movie gets a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took Mark a minute. <laughs> it's not my least... I'll say this. It's not my least favorite of the Star Wars movies, but it's definitely down near the bottom. Yes. Um, this is pretty darn close to the bottom if it's not the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably... I would rank it third least favorite. Wow. I would you, I would do... There's two movies you... Episode two, episode two, episode one, then Last Jedi. I'd probably tie two and Last Jedi for bottom. Um, because yeah. there's the redeeming, nice, long Darth Maul fight in one. This is true. That this redeems is true. a lot of the movie because I could forget it and just watch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was the, it was such a nice, long duel. Yes. Well, all right. Um, let's uh, wrap things up here. Um. And Joe, why don't you start us off and tell the people, find people out there where they can find you at. Uh, well, over on Facebook, you can find me at Joe Cahill, director, producer, or Steamhouse Entertainment. Please check out also uh, some of our film projects we've got going on. Over on Instagram, under Steamhouse Entertainment, and <coughs> Steampunk on Twitter. Oh, and one crib. All right. And, <laughs> and Ray, where can people find you at? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am the Leo Effects. Um, I do one crit blunders with Joe, like he was just saying. We uh, post that up once a month on the YouTubes, and uh, we also have it on Anchor as well. Um, Tuesdays, I do Shattered Dungeons with uh, the Shattered Dawn Shattered Tabletop Gaming Crew. Um, that's always a good time. That's on all manner of platforms and YouTube. And of course, right here on War of the Stars. All right. And as always, um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so by email. Our email is warofthestars1 at gmail.com. That is also our Twitter handle, um, Twitter at War of the Stars 1. Uh, Facebook group, just search War of the Stars and. You can find us there. Uh, it's also where our Facebook Live goes to, so you can check us out there. Um, Facebook page, and, as well as the group. What's that? We have a Facebook page as well as yes. Facebook group, so you could message us. Yes, well. Facebook page and the group. Yes, we have both. Uh, and Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars. Definitely check it out. Um. You can find us everywhere that fine podcast fine podcasts are heard. Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, I think we are on Apple Podcast. Uh, don't have. Um, I'm not for sure. I don't have an. I don't have an Apple computer, so I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, but the easiest way to find us on podcast is just go to Anchor.fm forward slash War of the Stars. And you can find us there or just search in your, your, wherever you listen to your podcast, just search in War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. 
And you can find us there also next week, or actually in just a few days, we will be recording our first episode of That Was The Way. So stay tuned for that. Um, and we will give you all the information where you can listen to that as myself, Melissa, and Brian. Uh, we're going to be looking back at season one of The Mandalorian and preparing for season two. Um, it's the the after show pre-show, <laughs> so to speak. Um, so stay tuned for that. And I think that about does it for this week. And join us next week as we wrap up the movies with The Rise of Skywalker. And until then, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the Force be with you.